It is March 19th. The NCAA tournament starts tonight with the uh, play-in games. Um, last year at this time, is you know, a week ago or 10 days ago is when we found out last year that all sports was canceled. Um, it was very tough last year for uh, people like us in March, not having the brackets to fill out, the tournament to watch. And I guess it's starting, uh, what is it, one day late this year? Usually there's all the games are usually Thursday at 11 o'clock. I think, yeah. Well, usually a Tuesday they play the, the play uh, Well, because play instead of Thursday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday this year, it's uh, Friday – Sunday, Saturday, Monday. Yeah, you know so, they moved yeah. the, the whole the whole Everything's weekend back is back in. Yeah. So far, all we've had is I believe three referees were asked to go home. Three, six, six yeah. dummies, but six. they went out to a restaurant right. that they weren't allowed to go to, right. and you know, dummies. Well, one tested. Yeah, the other one were in contact, so they had. Yeah, but the home. true story of it was when they got to their hotel, the hotel wasn't ready, and there was no food. Well, they still. I mean, you gotta be smart. You're yeah. going there to to referee games with right. students that order are, in. Yeah, exactly. Or do some. You know, get a list of where you can order from. I am Darren Kunish. To my left, the legendary basketball coach Dick O'Neill, um, our crack producer Thomas Giordano, and from now on, we'll refer to him as Tommy G. That's G with a double E. Tommy G, who every week will show up here with a new Midi Bears outfit on. This week, it is the new sweatshirt. Uh, Middletown uh, sweatshirt and visor, I got my visor. all brand new. Yeah. You look have a t-shirt. You look very good on the sidelines. I was at the Middletown game. Not we'll talk shabby. section nine um, later on, but let's let's get to the NCAA tournament. And Dick, you know, I was listening to a uh, someone the other day, and I wanted to ask. I thought of you here. There was a coach that has been in the NBA and uh, in college, and he you know worked his way up from high school, and they asked him what he liked best. He said for his ego. College coaching is number one. And they asked him why. He said, and I, he made sense with his answer. He said, college basketball is all about the coach. All about the coach. Where in the NBA, it's all about the player. Right. Where if I said to you, and he gave examples. He said, UCLA was so great with Alcindor and Walton and Wilkes and all these guys. Mm -hmm. But when you mention UCLA, immediately what comes to mind is John Wooden. Right. You mentioned Kansas, you, and you mentioned North Carolina, it's Dean Smith. Indiana is Bobby Knight forever. And when you get to the pros, it's that was the LeBron team, the Jordan team, the this team. Whereas in college, whatever you do, the players only stay there for, you know, Kyrie Irving was there for nine games. Um, right. Players are there for a year. Syracuse is going to be Jim Beheim's team no matter who's there. Um, obviously, you mentioned you know Kansas. The, you remember the Danny Manning team. You remember the Carmelo Anthony team in Syracuse. But your thoughts on that? It's really the coach that brings life to the institution. Well, it's actually the recruiting, the coach that can recruit. That that's mm -hmm. what that's what brings it. You know, there's a lot of great coaches out there, just don't have the finances or the wherewithal or the history of the program to recruit the mm -hmm. you know the uh, five star. Right, you got to get five, players. The five star kid. I don't care where you coach. But I still think if you don't have players, I don't care where you coach, you're going to be marginal at best. But I still think, and I agree with you, but I still think it's all about the coach. Whether, you know, this year, Carolina's not good, you're but talking, Roy, Carolina's not great this year. Yeah. But Duke, Duke is out of the NCAA tournament. Right. It's Coach K's team. Yeah. Whether they win, whether they lose, it's Duke is Coach K. Yeah. North Carolina is, you know, Dean Smith. Now it's yeah. Roy. Yeah. But we just mentioned the great UCLA teams. Yeah. You ask someone on the street, they're going to say, oh, yeah, John Wooden yeah. won 88 games straight. Yeah. It's, it's, 
you know, and obviously you have to have the players to get that name recognition mm-hmm. for the school. Right. If you yeah. say St. John's, it's, it's Louis. Cars, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And the sweater, right? You're like, yeah. everyone knows. Absolutely. But, but the thing of it is, take it one step farther. How many Division One teams are there? 400? Uh, 362. Uh, three, 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 yeah. right. like you that. just mentioned 10. There's 390 guys out there that are uh, just, you know. Because uh, there's not an – it's an exclusive club. Yeah. It's yeah. an exclusive club. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and if yeah, I look at look at Rutgers, it's in for the first time in 30 years. Right. And you don't know. There's not one coach that's really associated with Rutgers. Right. It's, you know. Um, I see what you're saying. Yeah. We, yeah, you know, yeah. Tennessee is a great program. Right. Alabama is great. Yeah. But you can't name the great coach at Tennessee. Right. You're right. Right. You you're say right. Kentucky, you right. can roll off three. Yeah. 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 Yes. But, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. 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 but it's really, it's the same in college football as well. You know, I was listening to. Uh, and he was talking on the radio, and he said, I could win 35 games a year and then win the NCAA title the next three straight years and, you know, go 120 and 0. This is Nick Saban school. Yeah. You know, right. and that, that's what it is. You don't, you know, you don't really fawn over the players that went to Alabama. Sure, if you know sports, you can name them. Yeah. But it's, it's Saban's watch. It's his team. He's yeah. the one getting those guys. Well, it's the same way my college coach, my first college coach, when he left Wesley and went to Oklahoma State, and that was like, uh, for argument's sake, peeing into the wind because it was all up against football the whole time. Oh yeah, it's like if you go to Oklahoma, it's the same thing. Now you go to any school in the country besides maybe Duke and UConn, it's football. Yeah, those are two that come to the top of my head for Division One right. schools. Yeah. Duke can win as many basketball tournaments as I mean. Uh, Football, football. As yeah. a, it's it's a basketball school right. as well as UConn, right? Right. And women's basketball yeah. is that's the yeah. only yeah. school. Yeah. But every other school, and we could, you know, you could look through here: yeah. Texas Tech, Utah State, Arkansas, Colorado. These are football. It's all football. Football's where the money is. Right. Football drives the bus. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's at the high school level. It's at the college level. Yeah, but you're right. They relate. You know, as bad as Michigan State is, and I think they got in mainly because of Izzo as much as anything. You know, they, they were good late, but yeah. they were terrible. Well, they got early. halfway in, let's yeah. say. They, they got invited. When Izzo yeah. got, I think they took into account that they yeah. were 6-0 and when Izzo yeah. got COVID. Yeah. And they hit that really bad spell, yeah. and then they bounced back. So I think they gave them the benefit of the doubt. I bet if Duke stayed healthy, they'd had a tough decision keeping them out. I bet there would have been no decision. Co- there'd have been a lot of conversation. Zero yeah. decision. Why? They're going to the tournament. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I think. Right. Okay. There's That's no way they're not at, at uh, 21 and 6. They're yeah. not saying forget. Right. Yeah. That's why I consider that, you know, yeah. they get a couple of wins yes. and they're going to go in. Yeah. But they made it easy. What bothers me is here's a winter program for the last five or six years has been. They have as many wins as anybody in college basketball. Who's that? Winthrop. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Belton. Belt was it? Who? Who? Belmont. Who had the? Who's twenty six and one and didn't get in? Is it Belton? I don't know. Somebody. Anyway, they didn't get. I think it was Belmont. I think it was Belmont. Yeah, because that's what Vital was railing. Well, yeah, but yes and no. I mean, you play in that conference, which you should be in that conference. You you're told at the beginning of the year win the conference and what is it? The Sun Belt. Yeah, but win and you're in. Yeah, but look at this year. They're letting. They're letting teams in that are like just just above 500 for Christ. I was surprised. Uh, You know, when you're watching, and we'll go through this, but I was surprised when they were uh, doing the brackets and they're announcing the teams and we're finding out just like the teams are. I was looking at Syracuse thinking, do they, should they go? Should they not? And I I wanted them to go because I root for them. But when I saw Drake, Wichita State, and Loyola of Chicago, which – and I'm saying, wait, only one team won the tournament. How are they having three from this conference? Yeah. Syracuse is done. Right. 
they're out. Yeah. And then when you look and you see, uh, you know, um, Georgetown win the Big East. They were 13 to 12. 13 and 12 they are. Yeah, yeah. They, but they won the tournament. Exactly, but yeah. I said Syracuse is out again. Mm -hmm. And then they put them in. And then when I saw Clemson as a seven seed, again, yeah. I said, Syracuse got screwed. They're out. Yeah. But they get in. Dick. Well, with no Duke, no Kentucky. COVID. Right? Without them not being in a tournament, yeah. you've got to have these marquee names. Yeah. So they were right there record-wise. They can make a case for them. I think that's it's like UCLA getting in one of these play-in games today with Michigan State. Yeah, they got to play. Okay. You know, and, two, two blue bloods playing each other right off the bat. And the other thing, and you just said it, um, Syracuse could go. You know, six and eighteen yeah. with that matchup zone they play. Yeah. They're dangerous in every. You know, when Beheim's not dangerous, when he's a high seed, right? When he's a low seed, you know, no matter what they do during the season, doesn't matter. That zone is a nightmare. Teams just don't play it except right. for him, as well as him. Well, yeah. Dick, let me ask you this, Tommy. G. Um, COVID affected the following teams more than any other teams in this tournament. I'm going to say Texas. I'm going to say Baylor and Villanova. You guys. Iona. Iona. Okay. Probably Iona in a good way, though. Yeah, uh, no, I don't, I don't think they played enough good games. I think they okay. had a good they were on, record. Like I said before, yeah, yeah. they were 6-0, and oh, and all yeah. of a sudden they got hit. Yeah, they but get they in, but they, they could have – one that they could have, they could have, you know, run the table. Maybe been twenty and four. Yeah, they. You know? But they did get killed by a good team for but their they were first loss. They, you know, and, and without Izzo there at practice, that's huge. Yeah, the middle of the season, you know, you're off for a six-zero start, then you start playing conference games without your coach. I just, I said Villanova and Baylor because I was looking at two, and you mentioned a good team too in Michigan State. But Iona, I, I wasn't thinking Villanova and Baylor because those are two teams yeah. that could easily have been to the Final yeah. Four, oh, and they still yeah. made. I think Villanova, I'll get it. Baylor absolutely, but Villanova. I mean, how many times did they get shut down? They were yeah. going weeks, yeah. weak stretches where they weren't playing. Play a game off two weeks, and Baylor Crazy. was red hot. We were making the argument oh, who's yeah. better, Baylor or Gonzaga, yeah, right. and, and then they down. got shut down, and they haven't found their uh, sea no. legs since. You know, I took Baylor coming out, but they could eat, the way North Carolina is playing these days. North Carolina could beat Baylor in a in a second round game. Well, yeah, know, we're going to go through all that. Well, you know okay, what? we can do that later. Okay. But I, I'm, I, I think those teams really got hurt, and they have to – basically, every team is starting a new season now. It's a right. one-and-done season. This isn't double elimination. But I don't know if – Baylor didn't find it in the Big 12 tournament. No. Um, and Villanova certainly didn't find it in the Big East. They're going to have to – I mean, they, this is a very difficult week of practice for those guys because those two teams really have to get it together, or like Dick said – they could find their way out. Yeah. I have them getting beat right off against Winter right away. I have Villanova getting beat. I, the, the, the way Save your playing, upsets. Save your upsets. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, we're we're going to go through all that. Uh, it starts, you know, the, the NCAA tournament this year, we mentioned it doesn't have Duke and Kentucky for the first time since, you know, I, Cornwall lost the game forever. Yeah. And – they need some juice. There really hasn't been any juice in the in college basketball this year. It, Gonzaga is undefeated. Maybe that's a little bit of a story. It's a big storyline in Spokane, but maybe nationally, right, right. Gonzaga. They're not the sexy thing. I mean, right. uh, they're good every year, but you need what the, what the tournament's going to need is some buzzer beaters, which they always get. They're going to need Sister Jean. They're going to need Lupe Izzo. They're going to need uh, a team, and I have that team. 
a team that is a 12 or or higher that advances and survives they're going to need some juice to get people into this yeah you haven't heard much of there's no one in offices there's no bracket pools that's the big thing. um there's a there's just it needs some juice let's tell you what kind of juice we could expect here um we're going to go with the 12 five games tommy you have a cinderella you have a pick there in the 12 five games that you think could go um I mean, I was looking at it the other day, and uh, I mean, I think Creighton is a, is the better team uh, over UC Santa Barbara. But I know a lot of people are picking them. Well, let me piggyback off you. I look here's what I look at, especially this year. And coach, you could agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. I look at teams that have a lot of seniors and upperclassmen yeah. that have been together right. for four years mm-hmm. that are getting you know that are really don't want to leave the court. And, Tommy, the one game you just mentioned, I don't know that everybody's picking it. I haven't seen it. But – and I can't sit here and tell you I've watched them play ten times. i watched them play once. Right. You see Santa Barbara? I have beating Creighton in the first round. I – listen, Creighton had some issues with the coach, the the, the word he said, which, you know. They, didn't, they weren't playing well at the end? They weren't playing well at the yeah. end. Santa Barbara has played well. And there's seniors on that team. There's a lot of seniors that drive that team. I have UC Santa Barbara winning a round. Uh, do I have them winning two? I think I just have them winning one. Um, I have UC Santa Barbara winning one or two rounds because I believe in the second round it's Virginia. And Virginia is hurt more than any team in this tournament as well. They play Saturday. They're not getting in Indianapolis until Friday if they go. So that's where I was looking at finding my Cinderella team, and it's that bracket is where I settled on with UC Santa Barbara. I, I think the big one is Georgetown as a 12, coming at, coming red hot out of the tournament. Mm-hmm. They that That's a good a Colorado team. team. I've talked yeah, about it. Yeah, very good Colorado team. Very good Colorado That's a team, though. That's a game where Georgetown could come out fired up, win that game, and then – then in the tank, you know. Then so, it's, so it's Georgetown you're picking, and the twelve fives. I, don't, I, I like Colorado. I, I think I'm going to take Georgetown. Okay. To win the first round, I don't think they'll get no, out. We're just staying. We're staying first there. round. Yeah. That's where I think coaching wins it. I think Colorado is a better coach than Patrick Ewing. Just you know, and I love Patrick. I think Ewing, Colorado has better but I also players took, too. Yeah, but I also took Winthrop to beat Villanova coming out. In that's, a set, that's a that's a that's a you know a lot of people are on Winthrop. Five, they had yeah. a good showing. Yeah. Um. Uh, where are these teams seated? I like Loyola of Chicago against Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah, but then they got the – Stay in first round. Oh, okay. I I like them to come out of ways, but they ran into Illinois. I think that's an 8-9 game. game. Is yeah. it, let's go to the 8-9 games then. The the best game on the 8-9 games is what? Uh, uh, probably Oklahoma-Missouri. Yeah, that's the best yeah, game that's that a you good got. One. Carolina, yeah. Wisconsin. North Carolina, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's a good the 8-9s are pretty good matchups. They I mean, always are. Even even LSU, uh, St. Bonaventure is a good game. Very good game. Dick, here's the oh, – Hold on. They're, all the 8-9 games are very They're good. They're good games, yeah. You know, Wisconsin, they, they, uh, the, their style of play is not conducive to North Carolina winning. I mean, that could be a very good well, game. Let, I could be that a last possession game. Well, let, game. let me tell you this, yeah. and you know a lot more about it than I do, but I watch Carolina every night. Yeah. The magic number I feel here as a Carolina fan, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, and we'll check the box, yeah. is 12. And here's what I mean by that. If Wisconsin makes 12 threes, that's what I'm going to go, 12. Yeah. They make 12 threes, that yeah. game comes down to the last possession. Yeah. It's a tight game. Right. They don't shoot the three well. Carolina wins by 30. Yeah. Because Carolina is so big, 
and they're the best rebounding team in the country. Right. They're not. You don't get second chances. chances. If the if if Wisconsin shoots the three, and makes twelve or more three pointers, I give Wisconsin a chance. If they shoot 12, 11 or less, I think Carolina wins by double well, digits. Well, I'll go another twelve with you. I think if North Carolina turns it over twelve times, they're in trouble. I think they're in real trouble, and, and that's what hurts them. And they can do that. They and will they turn it over, but they're a fast break team. Yeah, but. They, but still, I think the number might be like 18 there. But, but it, not it's not going to be up and down the floor. Wisconsin is going to play their right. style. They're not going to let Carolina get in transition. Right. Right. But I do think Carolina wins that game. I do too. I pick because, them to win. Because we, we all will announce our final fours. And one of the final four teams I have I made me more impressed with Carolina. And I think with, you know, I'm uh, you know I'm not the biggest Roy fan. Mm. But I think he has them playing better now mm-hmm. as he should you got a young team you know we always talk about calipari and kentucky teams yeah. and they get better and peak mm-hmm. listen but in the second round they play baylor yeah. so they're gonna have to play the best game of their lives right. to get through that but let's stay in the first round i like carolina in that game to advance to the round of 32. i do too okay yeah, same thing. i do too what's the next eight nine game oklahoma missouri let's talk about that a little bit Whew. Man, that's going to be. I took. I kept Oklahoma because I've been with Oklahoma all year. But every time I start picking them, they they take a swan dive on me. I I like their style of play. I think you know what. That may be a last possession game, also. I just uh, well, that's what the eight nine yeah, games are. Yeah, right. I just uh, that and the seven tens. You know what? Whoever did the whoever did the pairings on the eight nine games did a really good job. Well, they set up all, something. All that, four of those games are very yeah, very good. Very, you know, games. I would like watching all of them. They, I, I don't think LSU is a huge favorite over St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure's been playing well for the last few years. They got a really good coach in there. Yeah. So we'll see, but. Uh, the problem is, I Loyola got caught in a in in, in a trap here after the. Well, first that's game. what I was going to get yeah, to because yeah. you could have Loyola of Chicago yeah. playing Illinois in the second in the second game, yeah. Yeah. and that is a rivalry that yeah. you know they. Right. Yeah. The, here's what I was told, and I, I don't know this because I don't watch them play every game. The Loyola of Chicago Chicago team that went to the Final Four yeah. two years ago, yeah. this team is Better. more talented yeah, than that's that what team. They say. That's and in the say. first round, Georgia Tech yeah. is missing their best player. Their best uh, post-up guy. And Loyola Chicago's best player is the the post-up guy. So they were saying that Loyola Chicago, that that line's a little screwed up there. Loyola should actually be favored in that game. They're a good team. Well, I have them. I have them coming to Illinois. But Illinois, the way Illinois finished up, boy, they look really, really good. 845-313-0561. We'll go to the second round after this. Mm -hmm. A lot of people complaining about Gonzaga's – trip to the final four saying that they were, you know, it was kind of gifted to them. The, a lot of the teams they play, the good teams in that bracket, for instance, Virginia and Iowa, and I believe Oregon, they've already blown out this year. Um, I have no problem with it. Gonzaga earned it. Um, Dick, if Gonzaga loses in the final four or the championship game, is it a lost season for them? No, no, I don't think so, because it'll be only one loss on their blemish. I mean, how can it, you know, there'll be, uh, no, I don't, once you get to that final four, all them teams are playing well, then it becomes a crapshoot. I just don't, I don't just. Don't what does Gonzaga that. have to do to make this season a success now I that they're it's here? already a success. Oh, I, I, I don't. You don't think so? No. I, I think they need to win the national Listen, title. They've been only no- because they've been a perennial power right there on the edge, elite eight, sweet 16, you know, final four. They got to take the next Duke. Step. I think they'll be disappointed. 
disappointed if they don't get at least to the final four. I think that would be disappointing. But if I they get they have, to the final I, four, I really I would believe. I really believe they need to get to the final and win it. Duke, Kentucky, out. Kansas, North Carolina, not great. Gonzaga, like you just said, perennial. They win their conference every year. They go into the tournament. They used to be the sexy pick. Now they're on everybody's tongue. They need to win this tournament. And it's forget what they did in the regular season. They had tough games early, and then you could give them Ws the whole way. They, they had tough games, and they beat BYU three times. But you're, oh. talk, you're talking like because Kentucky, Duke, and them schools are not in, that they're not great teams in there. There's some really good I didn't say that. I'm saying there. it's yeah. about time Gonzaga wins an NCAA tournament. That's I, what I'm saying. I 100% agree there. And they're a big I'm, favorite. I'm just saying, you, you asked, if, is it a successful season? I think anytime you go through the regular season undefeated in the NCAA – the way that with the number of teams that you have to play, the travel schedule, and in a COVID year with all the, the other uh, adversities you got to deal with, I think they have to mark it down as a, as a successful season. Now, is it the season they want? No, they, they need to win a national championship. They haven't gotten that in the last. Could have beat Carolina. Carolina didn't play well that game, but they won an NCAA title. Gonzaga didn't. I'm just saying with in the last eight, nine years, Gonzaga's been a one, two, or three seed probably six times. It's about to, time yeah. they win a tournament. They have to put their stamp on the sport now. Yeah. Yes. They've been, and with everyone else out, they've been the most consistent team to reach deep into the tournament over the last, what, six, seven years? You know, they've consistently gone to the Sweet yes. 16. It's time for them to win it. They got to. Yeah. Well, you could say the same thing for Michigan also. No, they, they, they got there, though. Michigan won a title. Gonzaga hasn't. And I know a big difference, Gonzaga, Michigan. But we have to talk about Gonzaga now like we talk about and give credit, all the credit in the world to Mark Few and Gonzaga and what the, and the program that's been done yeah, he's there. he's getting players to go there. And exactly. He's got his first one-and-done guy. He's had great European players in Sabonis. He gets good players. Now we have to talk about them and treat them the same way we would treat a Roy Williams, um, Coach K, and that's Absolutely. it. He's got to win it. Yeah, That's well, my opinion. No, well, okay, but you could disagree. I do. Okay, but, uh, you know, get to a final four would be a, a pretty good achievement. Okay, pretty good achievement. I didn't say it's a bad achievement. Yeah. It's a great achievement yeah. for a lot of schools. Yeah. Gonzaga needs to win a tournament. Win the tournament. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's it. Their time is now. They. Yeah, I think you go. You run through the, the regular season. You got to do it, Dick. You, Dick. Yeah, but don't forget, they've advanced. They they haven't always had the best talent. They've no, advanced I, I agree. without the best talent. But you they've know? been a one, two, or three too many yeah, times for them not to win. That doesn't mean it. they have better talent. It's just they were right, there because of their record. Here's the here's the question. Then let me phrase it to you this yeah. way: Let's pretend Mark Few was coaching at North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, yeah. Indiana, mm-hmm. UCLA. Mm-hmm. He has all these great teams. Wouldn't we be saying, it, assuming Gonzaga doesn't win it this year, boy, Few's a great coach, but he's got to win an NCAA. Can't title. win the big one. Jay Wright won an NCAA title. He built a program at Nova. It's about time. That's my point. It's about time Mark Few, if he wants to be talked about in that group, wins it. And this year he's undefeated. Agreed. He's got he's a huge favorite to win this tournament. Win it. Yeah. Well, I think thirty four and one is a bad. It's not a bad year. It's a successful right. year, but it's a letdown. That's, what I was that's my point. It's, it's it's it is a letdown. That's but it. I mean, just coming out of here, they've had a successful season, but they need to win the yeah, tournament. Yeah, but that's but just like saying. Since Calipari's only won one with all the best talent in the country every year, you know what? What's the success there? He's been know? in some epic games though, and he, he hasn't been beaten by George Mason 
Yeah, he, he's gotten knocked off by very good teams. And Calipari, it's first of all, and you just said it, that's Kentucky. That's the best job in the country. Or the world. This is Gonzaga. Yeah. yeah, depending on how you yeah, want to look yeah. at it. Right. Right. This is Gonzaga. Before we anoint Mark Few as the greatest coach ever, win a tournament. Nobody said that. Nobody said he's the uh, greatest coach ever. I think ever. a lot of people are starting to say that. My point is this. That's it. Win a tournament. Win it. Well, if he, on your if record. he wins the tournament, he cements himself That's it. as yeah. one of the top That's it. three coaches in the country. Yeah. Is Gonzaga the favorite? Everybody at this table believes they're the I favorite think, to yeah, win, they it? Yeah. win it? Yeah. I think they win the tournament. Yeah, All right, win it. Barring some absolute craziness. Second round games, Dick. Second round games. And I just want to go back to one thing before we get to second round. I think Liberty, Oklahoma State's a good game. And I was reading about the uh, head coach at Liberty. He was Tony Bennett's assistant at Virginia. Cunningham on Oklahoma State is the best player in the country. Hands down. Um, Cunningham likes to play in space. And Liberty's not going to give him any space. I think Cunningham has a poor game. I think Liberty has a great defensive game scheme going in. And I don't know if they're athletic enough, but I think Liberty, Oklahoma State, like the UC Santa Barbara Creighton game, I think Liberty could pull an upset there. It, it, it's not, it's I think not, it's a bad matchup for Oklahoma State. Yeah, there, there's a lot of games that could go either way. You know, you get into this tournament. And there's 32 happen. of them. Yeah. Dick, second round. What gets your attention, Tommy? What gets yours in the second round? Potential second round matchups. Um, I, I like uh, if, if UC Santa Barbara knocks off Creighton, I like whoever they get in the second round between Ohio and Virginia. I think that's that's going to be a statement game for them. If they can if they can knock off Creighton and then also knock off one of these one of these top tier teams, now you're looking at a team making a run into the, in the tournament. And you know they're gearing up. They got a really good young team. Um, they're playing good basketball right now. That's that's a big game right there. If this one comes up, I'm going to look at Loyola and Illinois. I think if Loyola can play their A plus game. And Illinois plays kind of a mediocre or maybe a you know a pretty good game. That could be a great game, depending on how many prayers uh, Sister Jean says. But by the same token, that's the game I'm looking at because I'm a I, I love what Loyola's doing. I just I, I, Illinois I, is a force. I just uh, I I agree with you, and I was going to pick that game because of all the you know the the uh, intangibles that are in that game with the uh, two rivalry schools and everything. But I'm going to switch and go to. Ohio State, um, Virginia Tech. Okay, I think that's a very interesting game. I think Va Tech gets through that; they could be very dangerous. Where I don't, you know, how I feel about the Big Ten. Yeah. And when we announce our yeah. Final Four, you'll say, yeah. "What are you talking about?" But I think, oh, I think Virginia Tech could be a very good, a dangerous team here in this tournament. Well, I got, oh, yeah, they could. I, I was, I like them. I got them. I got them winning their first game against Florida. But against Ohio State, I'm also concerned about Virginia Tech because they had big COVID problems. Okay. Big COVID yes, they problems. did. On the, and, on the uh, other, I'm sorry. Go ahead. On the other side of the bracket, I really love the West Virginia-San Diego State uh, matchup. Or Syracuse, yeah. That yeah. West Virginia-Syracuse would be a if great that, If that potential yeah. matchup. Yeah. 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 But uh, I, I'm just a little concerned about Virginia Tech there. Let, the, let's go third round here, and I have a game already. I think the third round is where we're going to – the Sweet 16 – Yep. I think is where we could find our first number one in trouble. And, you know, Michigan's playing oh, without I, their I, best yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. And I really like Florida State in that game. If they get there, Florida State is not – this is not a college team. These are men, you know, with a freshman mixed in in Barnes. These are men out there in Florida State. They rebound. They defend. It's a. You know what it reminds me of? They remind me of the, the, the NBA back in the 
90s with tough defense. You score against Florida State, you, it should count as four points. You earn it. I really like Florida State in that game against Michigan if Michigan gets there. And then you know, on the other side, on the other side of the bracket, uh, Purdue, potentially Purdue Baylor. That's a matchup. That Couldn't could agree be. more. That was my second game, both of those games. I got that. I have that there. I have Purdue and Baylor. Yeah, I, I think Baylor could be in trouble. If they're flat, they're not playing up those to that. School. We're talking about Florida State. All the talent he's had in the last 15 years. Yeah, it's a football school and still. And to never get there. To never get there. And uh, and he just got another five-year extension added on his contract. But you're right. They have men. You know that. But Michigan has men, too. So, um, yeah, I, I like Florida State. In that. I think that's where your number one, your yeah. first number one seed gets in trouble, and that's the Florida State Michigan. Okay. Game. Yeah, I can see that. Um, you know, we talked about second round games. Also, North Carolina Baylor is a marquee yeah, game yeah, if, it it, if it gets there. There's a lot of great matchups across yeah, the board. It's the tournament. I mean, yeah, that's, this is why we. This is why they do this. The seeding. The only, I didn't have a problem with any team getting in or any team not getting in. I had a little issue with some of the seeding. Some of the seeding was a little. How Clemson's a seven and Carolina's an eight. You know, I, I, that I don't get. Who's the seven? Clemson. Clemson. Mm. And I have them losing in the first round of Rutgers. Right. Yeah, there was there was some – but there's always some weird in in between that that five to five to nine. You know, usually eight, nine, I think they usually get it right. But sometimes in that five, six, seven, those six and sevens seem to be a problem for the committee. Uh, 845-313-0561. we get back, we'll go around and give our final four. And uh, talk a little more March Madness and then move on to another sport. We have March Madness on right now. Texas Southern trails Mount St. Mary's 10-7. Mount St. Mary's comes into the tournament with a 12-10 and record. But they're everybody's pick to win this game. We'll be back. We talked about many of the good games in the first and second round, some matchups that we like, um, players that we like. Uh, now we're going to give you our final four and a winner. Tommy G with the double E. Go. Uh, you want me to start with my winner, or you yeah, want me no, to go? start with the final four? All right, final four. I'm gonna go Gonzaga coming out of the West. I'm gonna take Baylor just because I, they were the second best team in my opinion during the year. If if all things were equal, they had a bad run. I'm hoping that they can uh, they can step it up. Um, over in the East, I'm gonna go with Alabama. They're the you know safe pick. In the Midwest, I'm gonna drop down and take San Diego State. Wow. To make it to the final four. Okay. I think they got they have a chance. I think they got a good run. If they can get by West well, Virginia. If yours hit, your bookie goes broke. Yes. Because if, you got a dark, dark horse. Dark right? horse. If they get by West Virginia, I think the other games are very, very winnable. San Diego State in your final four. Who wins it? I I, I have to go with Gonzaga. Tommy. I, I Tommy? Tommy. Yep. So uh I you know, obviously from the West it's gonna be Gonzaga. Uh, from the East, I'm actually going to go with Florida State. Like you talked about earlier, there's some grown men on that team. I think that'll play uh, very well in their favor. Uh, from the Midwest, I mean, we talked about this earlier, so I'm on the same page as you with San Diego State. I really like uh, that they're the dark horse, and I, I don't know. I just got a really good feeling about them. And then I'm going to take Baylor from the South, and I don't want to be like everyone else, so I'm going to say the ultimate upset, San Diego State wins. Ooh, there's really going out on the Me? I like it. All right, I got Gonzaga coming out of the West. Um I got Baylor coming out of the East shakily, shakily, shakily. Uh, There's a word for yeah, you guys. Yeah. You know why? Because I really like Arkansas and their game before that, but we'll leave that alone. But out of the, uh, the, the other bracket, I got Alabama coming out, beating uh, Michigan in, in a semi and coming the other way. I got Illinois, Illinois, Baylor matchup. I got Illinois winning 
Alabama Gonzaga matchup. I got Gonzaga winning, and I got Gonzaga beating Illinois 75 68. Ooh, my dick going with the. But shakily. He was shaking. My final four are very simple. I didn't go with a crazy team, but I went with a team and a coach that I really think is going to play well in this tournament. They always do. I have Gonzaga winning it. I'm not uh, play spoiler alert. I agree with Dick. I have Gonzaga over Illinois. But my other two teams are Purdue and Florida State. I really like uh, Matt Painter as a coach in Purdue. Well, I really do. like the defense and the intensity they come out and play with. And for me, you're looking for a team that can do that every day. Purdue lost a lot of tight games this year, but they played hard every game. I do like Purdue. Florida State, just for the reason I mentioned, they're incredible. You know, offense can take a night off. I think you agree, Dick. You yes, coach forever. Yes. Some days your threes aren't yeah. going to go in. Yeah. They do not take a night off defensively. And I really like Florida State in this short season right now. So Gonzaga, Florida State, Purdue, and Illinois. I have Gonzaga winning it. Dick, you mentioned um, Alabama, or Tommy, you did. I you did. Know, I did. Both yes, of you. Both oh, okay. There you go. Yep. Here's why I, what I don't – and I love Alabama's athleticism. But here's why I don't like them in this tournament. In a one-and-done situation, Alabama leads the country in twos. I, they score their twos in in mid-range shots. Right. They are three or dunk. Three or dunk. They don't even attempt two-point, you know, mm-hmm. from out mid-range jump shots. Mm-hmm. And I think that can really hurt them. They could lose to a team. They could lose to Iona in they the first round. Iona. I don't see it. Right. And by the way, one comment on Iona. I'm listening to an interview with Rick Pitino the other day. He's taken, what is it, five teams to the yeah, five. tournament? There's no debate. Pitino's a great coach. And he's doing an interview, and the guy said, Rick, you're – 60 whatever years old 70 whatever 60, whatever you you're you're an older man now 68 i think he is yeah. you bounced around like larry brown is this your last job he goes i'm telling you right now i'd never coach another team the support that iona gave me for a small school flying over to greece and con- and convincing me to coach at iona in a town that i love new york city new rochelle i love the area i love running in central park the whole thing I would never coach anywhere else. Yes, this is it. If they had a translator at the bottom, (laughs) you would be reading on the screen, Indiana just fired their coach. If they offer me money, I'm gone. I mean, there's no way. What he said was terrific. I don't think anybody listening changed their opinion that Patino will coach somewhere else. He is Nick Nolte in Blue Jays. He is is a basketball coach. And I think he – I don't – I believe that money doesn't mean anything to him. But – if Indiana comes and knocks on Patino's door, right? If he has the opportunity to go coach to another blue, blue blood, I think he's gone. But who knows? Give him credit. He's take. He's the only guy to do it. He's taken five teams to the NCAA tournament. He's a great coach. Oh, absolutely. But I and I do think Alabama beats Iona. I just don't think he has the horses, right, or the experience here. But those are my final four: Gonzaga, Florida State, Purdue, and Illinois. And I was down on the Big Ten all year. I think, but I, I got two of them there. I think Indiana would get some blowback if they hired I uh, hired Patino. Of course, you know, any team get blowback. No, well, no, I, I wanted didn't. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They got some blowback well, there. Anyway, yeah, but, a little, but you but know, that's not Indiana. Right. The New Rochelle is not uh, right. Bloomington, Indiana. You know, where bas- where the only thing in that town is in that state is basketball. Yeah, I wanted and, to say one more thing about our little debate there about Gonzaga, great season yeah. or average yeah. season. Let's talk about Mark Few for a second. What's the head coach at uh, Davidson, Bob McClintock? McKillop. McKillop. McCullough. McKillop. McKillop. Davidson, you can compare their basketball program to probably Gonzaga's. 
small market. Oh yeah, size. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The that, players that, that have come through thing, there. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both very good coaches. What few has done at Gonzaga is much different than what uh, he's done at Davidson. Yeah, it's about time he separates himself. Right, get up, win a tournament. He's, he's got to move into that next yeah. category of coaching. Oh, he separated himself from the killer. Don't forget. Yeah. The, the Davidson's been there maybe twice because they had the Curry boys, but other than that, they you know they they don't make too much of a sound in there. And they've well, made some. I don't think anybody wants. What's the last time they've been in the tournament? I don't know, but no one wants to play Davidson. No one ever wants. No one looks at their draw and says, "Great, we have Davidson." Listen, they're playing Carolina every yeah. year now. They play Duke. They play yeah. the big games. Um, you know, it's like that Wichita State. It's like no one wants to play them. No one's in a rush to go play Creighton He's or a New Wichita York guy. State. Yeah, He's yeah, a New York guy. Yeah. yeah, and a great coach. Yeah, he is. No, no question. No question. Anything else on the NCAA tournament? Anybody you're interested yeah, the, in seeing? Uh, Alabama, I, I picked them because I like what the hell they're doing. Yeah. But they have to shoot well five games in a row. Yeah, that's and that, and that's, that's the, that that's my the, point. That's a scary thing. Yeah, that's tough, a scary thing. Yeah. That was my yeah. point. Because of the way they play, they have to shoot well each, you know. The Giordanos are very high on San Diego yeah. State. I think Syracuse can win yeah. their own. I think San Diego State could be gone after. You know, they could be knocked out the first round. Yeah, but, but that's why they're a dark horse. I'll tell you, either, and I also have an opinion on I think either the guy at Alabama or the guy at Arkansas should be coaches in the year, coach of the year, one of them. I think. I'm going to go with uh, Mark Few. Oh, as coach of the year? Okay. Undefeated season? Yeah. Wins an NCAA title? Anyone else gets it. Yeah. You know, I mean, what you just mentioned, they're not mm. bad coaches. Shaka Smart had a good year. Listen, we were on Texas. I was on Texas all year. Then for four weeks, a month, two, a month and a half, I said, forget Texas. Then I come back and win the Big 12. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, out of the out of the North Carolina, I wouldn't be shocked if Kansas gets gets going. You know? There's a lot of good players out There's there. There's a lot of great coaches yeah. here. A lot of well, great they, coaches. He's got a couple of his real good players hurt, though, kids. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. I think he does. Yeah. We'll be back right after this, and we'll talk some NBA. The NBA trade deadline comes up soon. There was some movement. I thought the Bucks made a very good move today, acquiring P.J. Tucker. I did not know that. Okay. Yes. A little uh, slow on the trigger here. You today. know, Tucker's going to help Milwaukee. They yeah. they acquire him for one reason, and that's the playoffs. And defense is played in the right. playoffs. Tucker's right. a good defender. He can hit the corner three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good move by the Bucks. They didn't give up any, up, yeah. anything of worth. Um, you know, second-round pick for the Bucks is Oh, not, it wasn't a play to no, play a trade. I don't oh, believe okay. so. Okay. But uh, the 76ers lose Embiid. We don't know for how long. The Knicks had a good week despite losing two of three. Mm -hmm. I mean, they came back against the Nets, played really well. I thought it was the right call when I watched the game. I thought it was the right call when I saw a replay of the – I'm talking about the Julius Randle play. What's your opinion? I thought he walked. Yeah. I thought he traveled. Yeah, he came down with the ball. I think that's a simple call. I they said simple. it not loose. I said, and I saw it never. That's left the big hand. thing. Everyone with yeah, that. Yeah, but it never left his hand. No, I agree with you. And I'm a Nick fan. I agree with you. I'm watching it, and, and I had the volume off, and I turned it on, and I said to myself, "What are they arguing yeah. about?" Yeah, it was too. clear as could be. Right. And I think when the rule was explained to Randall, he was yeah. very contrite and saying, yeah. "My bad." Yeah. He thought if the guy touches the ball, yeah, he can come down. No. And his excuse isn't that great because as soon as he landed, he put the ball on the court, right. you know? Yeah. And he dribbled before he went up, too. Yes. So it was a double dribble twice, right. no matter how you yeah. do it, three yeah. times even. I don't even know how why that was even a controversy. Even to, to me. I don't, it was I a controversy yeah. because Randall thought the ball was dislodged. Yeah. The replay showed it never was, and when right. I watched it live, I didn't exactly. think it was. Right. But anyway, let's talk Knicks for a second here. Um, you know, I watched the Nick Net game. And the Knicks, if the Knicks can come out of this deadline 
by trading Knox and Nicolita and a second round pick and acquiring Oladipo, I'm all for it. Oladipo would really you get Oladipo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, is that there's still talk about? Yes, that? there is. Yes, okay. there's talk about that. There's talk about a guy like Evan Fournier, who I mentioned, a guy who can, you know, and and Oladipo the last three or four games has played Good, really well. well yes. He had 34 the other night. He still has, you know, Oladipo with a bad leg is still better than a lot of people, oh, yes. and he's only 28. Yeah. Yeah, and he, you know, he missed a year and a half for injury, so he's yeah. he's got a lot of left in him, I think. Um, Mount St. Mary's, the pick that everybody had, leads Texas Southern in the battle of two sixteens, twenty eight twenty, with a minute to go in the first half. Um, boy, the Nets can the Nets remind me of the Kansas City Chiefs in football. They don't give a damn about defense. Just put up numbers. If you score one hundred and twenty, we know we could score one hundred and twenty two, and they're doing this without the rant. Right. And mostly without Irving, also. You yeah, know? but they are—they are one of the more dangerous like teams said, I've ever seen. Like they could score at will. Harden is everything is advertised. Right? Much better than I thought he was. Me too. I didn't I realize agree. what an unbelievably talented passer the ball he is. Yeah, he surprised me. You had mentioned the Sixers with uh, Joel Embiid out. Ben Simmons has been playing so is Harris. out of his mind. Yeah, yeah. Right? both. Of them. Yeah, and Simmons has basically taken over that team. They made their run. They—they they looked early a little shaky. Now they're, they're, I still they're think back they up the top. I still think they need a, a shooter. You know. I expect J.J. Reddick to get back there. I think Reddick – you know, there's talk of Lonzo Ball with the Knicks. I think the Pelicans do trade two of the three following people, but I don't think Lonzo is one of them. I think Reddick and Bledsoe are gone. Okay. I, I think we've talked about I think Reddick is going to go somewhere. Yeah. I mean, he just – he helps any team he goes to because he yeah. can knock down the – But pitch. I think it, his age and his length of years in the NBA – they're going to look to do him a favor. They're not going to trade him to a team that's not no, going to no, a contender. No. Someone that's going to at least, yeah. you know, going to be in the playoffs. And, and I don't think a team will trade for him. You know, what if they. No, I think the Sixers could. I think the Lakers. No, no, no. I'm talking about a bad team. Though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, a playoff team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Knicks still could if they yeah. wanted to. You know, yeah. if the Knicks are going to be. I'll the tell you this, and, and I mean it. In watching the Knicks for the first time in many years, if they get a good player, they could be a dangerous out in the playoffs. They played very good yeah. defense. Thibodeau yeah. is a good coach, yeah. boy. Yeah, they can they can make a run. You know, first they can win a first round game, first round series. Yeah, and uh, I don't think Drummond moves the needle. I don't. No, I don't. He doesn't. Give me not you know, for the price. Right. No. I mean, if it was a different price, then I would say. Right, but what does. is Drummond? Maybe gets you a second round victory. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm know. Good with that. I'm, yeah. I'm begging for that. Actually. Let me give you another name, but it would cost assets, and I see his name being bantied about. I think the Knicks would move Mitchell Robinson for a certain player. I think Miles Turner yeah. is what the Knicks hope Mitchell Robinson becomes, yeah. and if they could speed it up by just getting Turner, but it would cost assets. Billy Bain, I love Miles Turner. He's a good player. Love him. He's a good yeah. player. Yeah. The only problem I have with Turner is for his size, he just doesn't rebound the ball no, as well as he should. Right. But he could shoot the th- he could right. shoot the ball. Right. He's a he's the best blocker. He blocks more shots than anybody in the NBA. He's so incredibly he's, long. Yeah, he's a plus for them. He if and I mean, plus. look, he if, if Oladipo yeah. and Miles Turner yeah, and the Knicks are that team that we just talked about, right. a dangerous team, right? Because you just sped up the Mitchell Robinson yeah. process by getting the Miles Turner. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll settle for one of them at the moment. At the yeah. moment, I'll take one of them. I think in the off season is where the Knicks really are yeah. going to improve. See right. what they do with their draft capital, and maybe Carl yeah. Anthony Towns is that superstar that says, "I want to leave." Yeah, I mean he's the he's the sexy name out there right, yeah. for for the Knicks, and, and it is a fit. I know the relationship with Thibodeau, but as far as the a piece that really fits winning in cures well, a lot of things. Yeah, a piece that would fit in well with with Randall 
and some of the other guys on that team. I mean, your town slides right into the starting lineup, and they become a legit contender. Trevor, I'm, I'm going to put, I'm gonna put uh, 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 Randall in the same category with uh, Oladipo. No, the, the guy we're just talking about. This is my attention span. Miles Turner. No, from Minnesota. Oh, town. Town? Yeah, because I think the same thing. I think he's grown up. I think when they came out of Kentucky at 18 and 19 years old, yeah. that they, you know, the wall owed them something. My you know? niece in Plano, Texas, went to the same school as Julius Randle and mm-hmm. tutored him. Yeah. Thought he was the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Um, I think Towns is going to be done in Minnesota no matter where he goes. I mean, you can't. They, that team shouldn't be losing as much as they lose. No. They have talent. D'Angelo Russell, they went out and got. Isn't Wig- no Wiggins? They moved. But they moved. They got. They got some players on that team. That team in the NBA is not great. How about? What do you think it's going to take to get them though? What a lot. Think? Yeah. A lot. How about this? Your Trevor Ariza, who got traded today to oh, the Heat. Yeah. Your Trevor Ariza, who's a good player. Yeah, yeah. They get you get called into the office. I would imagine you always ask, "Who am I being traded for?" You know, I'm a good player. Who, who are you getting for me? Right. And they tell you, "We're trading you." For uh, we want a anti-Semitic seven foot four guy that hasn't played well in his entire life. We're gonna give you up and get him. And a reason must have left that room going, Are you kidding me? Because that's what they did. They took on Myers Leonard, who is probably right now one of the most disliked the I mean David I mean David Stark. Adam Silver can't stand looking at this guy right now. Oh yeah. You know, and he didn't just make a remark. He, that was one of the worst things you yeah, could say yeah, what he yeah, did. Yeah, he, uh, and I honestly, I don't even think he knew what he was talking about. No, I think I he just thought though. it was a curse word. He's yeah. a young guy, but you can't do that. You know, you're an NBA player. You can't live, do that. You're live streaming. You know you're on, you know you're on live streaming. Yeah. It's, it's stupidity. Yeah. It's stupidity. But the NBA, uh, you, you buy the Jazz yet at 29 and 10? To beat the Lakers? Uh I don't know. I, th- I like the way they play. I enjoy watching them I'm play. still not buying them, though. I, still I think they're a dangerous, fun team to watch, but I don't take them seriously as an NBA title contender. Nice. I take the Suns more seriously. How about that? Who do you take more seriously, the Suns or the Jazz? Jazz. You do? I, I oh, think Jazz? they play better defense. Okay. I think they play better defense. I think if you're talking about an offensive battle, that's another thing. But I think once you get in the playoffs, the game slows down a little bit. I think, you know, I'll take a – they got a real great rim protector, obviously, and uh, I like what else they got. They got a superstar in Mitchell. I, I think they're really good, I think, and I like the way he coaches them. I think they're uh, – I don't know about the beating the Lakers, though. You know, Who can beat the Lakers out west? The Clippers? Can the Trailblazers? Clippers can beat them. Everybody healthy, I don't think anybody beats them. Okay. And I don't. I'm not, and I'm not yeah, a Laker fan. Yeah. I'm not a Laker fan, but I don't. I think if everybody's healthy, I don't think anybody beats it. LeBron James yeah. is the best player in the NBA since the day he came to the NBA, and still is. True or false? Yes. True. True, true or false? Not yes or no. Yes. He still goes. <laughs> true. I I happen to yeah. think so, and yeah. you know I'm not a big James guy, but no. he mm-hmm. is the best. He is a physical yeah. specimen. Yeah. He keeps himself in great shape. Yeah. He's a good father. Yeah. He's a good guy. I mean, I don't understand why we knock this guy all the time. He has no. He le- has a tendency to to say some things that yeah, are, but so are, not that they're terribly controversial. But you know, people don't like you're an athlete. You make a lot of money. You could be a little more diplomatic about how you go about these things. I love what he does with his charities. Mm-hmm. He gives back to the community. He's an owner of the Red Sox now. Yeah, I saw that. He picked but, up. Good for him. But the black community expects him to say, 
the out front. Right. And on we, a lot we, of we, issues. Right. A lot of issues. Michael Jordan never he really said a word. He hasn't turned me off with some of those issues. No. You know, it's not like right. I think he's a. Uh, you know, uh, a Black Panther or any of them. Right, he's, them he's not so far right. out there right. that he's just right. saying these ridiculous right. remarks. But, you know, you, you have some of the mainstream, yeah. mainstream America has a problem with some of that stuff. Yeah. Well, look, so, look, at the, look at some of the abuse that Michael Jordan has taken for not being out front. Yeah, but he did say he said Republicans buy sneakers too. Well, Jordan was smart about it. Yeah, and This right. isn't my... Uh, arena to get involved in. I don't know as much as as. Yeah, but, but he, he's got a lot. He's got blow black from blowback from some of the community. You know. Yeah, and, he get uh, from his own inside the. But but yeah. the but inside his community. I don't think Jordan has done anything wrong. Um, you know. No, he hasn't. He's, no, he's been, nothing. He's been great, but yeah, LeBron's just out there. I you think know, LeBron he, is a is a great great player. By saying Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player is not an insult to LeBron James. No, LeBron so, James is the, if yeah. you think Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player, yeah, yeah. I would almost go out on a limb and say anyone who said that would probably yeah. tell you they think that LeBron James is the second greatest basketball yeah. player. Right? I mean, they they are one and two. It just depends who you like. There's the you got the LeBron James camp no, you, you have younger and older, right. and the older watched both. And right. you got my camp, I mean, which is the Bill Russell camp. Yeah. So I mean, I, that's that's my camp. There's people who argue Kobe is up there. I know yeah. that's not a that's not a strong no. argument. I don't have Kobe here. in my top ten. There were so well, many great Bulger. players. I mean, yeah. no, no, no. But that's not again. That's not no, a slight. No, right. There's 50, that's the other thing too. I feel like people 50, take it like a the personal. fifty greatest players in the NBA. If you go down the list, yeah. probably inside the top twenty. You can make an argument for any of those guys being in the top I, here, I always say this. If people ask me the question, this is my answer. If I was starting a team tomorrow and I had the first five picks, I would take Magic and Michael in my backcourt, Larry, LeBron, and Russell. Those are my five. You can't argue with that. That's a pretty yeah. good team. That's my know. team. I, I got defense, I got team. offense, and I got the greatest player in the world and, and the second greatest. Right. Yeah, however you want to slice it up. Right? right. And probably right. like – Listen, I'm a, I'm a Larry guy, so I, I personally think Larry's probably number three. But okay. you know, people can make the argument for five, ten. I yeah. don't know. But oh, no, no. if you give me if you give me yeah. Bird, Jordan, and, and LeBron, yeah. uh, I, I don't think I'll, I'll take my chances. I don't think yeah. I have these yeah. major Me too. Um, you know what? Let's get to some local stuff. The NBA, Major League Baseball. The Mets are a little nicked up in their starting rotation, but the Grom looks like Koufax yeah, already does, in spring boy. training. What he threw? One hundred and three. He threw three pitches at one hundred and three miles per hour. Floating out of his hand. Yeah, yeah. He can't wait to get the season started. No, right. Right. Um, they're dealing with Lindor, a possible extension. We'll see what happens there. But it's I just think they made an offer. Okay. They have an offer out there. It's just staying healthy for and baseball season starts soon. The bigger story is that twenty percent. Uh, fans will be allowed in the stadium, uh, both in the Bronx and right. in Queens. So I think you know. it's nine thousand at City Field and ten thousand at the stadium. Okay, I think. I think that's why I heard them numbers. It's a start. Yeah, it's a start. Slow process. Soto uh, Soto's going to get an extension soon. That's going to be a monster one. Yeah, but that's it. Uh, let's take a small break, quick break. Come back and do Section Nine because football has started locally, and there were some good games last week. A lot of not very close games, but a major. Uh, news story in Cornwall losing. We'll talk about that. Last week was something that was long awaited. The uh, high school uh, student athletes got to play sports for the first time in a long time. Uh, Middletown uh, was nice enough to give me a press pass. I went to the booth. I had to go through all the COVID protocols and everything like that. But it was handled. It was very organized. 
uh, a police presence there. There were stands, fans in the stands. I would say if there was probably 40, maybe uh, 90 people at the game. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, because every, every, they didn't give uh, passes to the visiting team as of right now. Middletown's still holding just a home. Two tickets for each uh, player and coach. Yeah, I would say there's probably 90 so, people. Yeah, there, there's but about 50 something kids on a team, about 90 people showed six up. Six feet away. It was very, it was handled very well. And I got to watch a high school football game with the number three team in the state, Middletown. They defeated Pine Bush 32 to 8. Some of the takeaways I took from the game Middletown, a very good defense. Um, Rodney Bell is an electric player for Middletown, along with Jermaine McCray. They have a good quarterback in Dalton Howell. I'm obviously not the only one who saw this, as the state has them ranked third in. Uh, in double A, double A, um, they have a very good team. They, uh, like I said, they beat Pine Bush thirty-two to eight. Gunner Meeland, who's a you know obviously a, a friend of the family, a great kid, fantastic running back, uh, was uh, probably at I think his stats were one hundred nineteen carries for seven seventeen <laughs> yards. I felt bad for Gunner, but it, it was tough sledding. It, for there wasn't much innovation on the uh, Pine Bush offense. No, and uh, they ran the ball a lot, and Middletown stopped it. Yes. Uh, other games, and you know, you could hit on all these. Cornwall lost for the first time since Lyndon Johnson was the president. Seven six, twenty four straight. Yeah, seven six, seven six to, to a very, and that's not to take away anything from Port yeah. Jervis. Port nope. Jervis was tremendous. They won seven six. They're very well coached. They uh, had a great showing last year. They look to rebound off of that showing and play well again this year. They, they're a dangerous team in B. They could go. They yeah, could, I mean, they have to be the favorites in B right now. Yeah, Marlboro. Uh, Minisink beat uh, Goshen twenty-two to nothing. The Minisink, uh, I think it was twenty-two nothing. It was twenty-two nothing. The Minisink line um, on both sides of the ball is their strength. And yep. Kyle Killenberg running, running backs, the yeah. ball. Uh, Ethan Gallo did a nice job uh, when Goshen. Goshen actually, I watched the game after I got home from the Middletown game, and uh, it was it was streamed, so I, I I picked it up there instead of waiting for Huddle, and um, they had it on replay. I thought defensively, Goshen did a really nice job. They made some good adjustments. Um, Minnesink was just much bigger right. and stronger than them. And, um, you know, they Goshen tried to take away Kyle. They did a pretty good job of that. Ethan, they, you know, Ethan Gallo came up big. And um, Listen, offensively, Kyle, Goshen couldn't, couldn't get anything going. If Killenberger is going to run the ball 30 times a game, he's going to break two or three. Yeah. And that's what he did. Yep. Uh, they had a, also had a good deep uh, goal line stand, Minnesink. But, yes. you know, Jake Stack got beat up. Hit hard, uh, threw a lot of balls, and you know would wake up to see if they landed in receivers' hands. He was getting hit or hit all night. Yeah, long. and I mean they had they had a few drops. Um, there was a play on the sideline that you know from the film it's hard to tell. It was very close. The ref was right there, so it was on the far side of the field. He called. He ruled it out of bounds. From where I was, I, I doesn't matter. Really tell Twenty-two it. nothing. Right, anyway. Yeah, uh, uh, but they dropped a few balls, a couple of miscues offensively, and you know against a good good defense like Minnesink. And a good running game where you're not going to get a lot of offensive opportunities, you have to capitalize every time you have the ball. Well, and then in the Port, Port Cornwall game, they both played well defensively. I won't give them credit. They both, but offensively, it was a little bit sloppy. And, again, missing assignments and things that was obvious even to a non-football guy like me. But uh, uh, they're probably two of the better teams in their classes yeah. still. You and, know. and, you know, we'll attribute that to, you know, being, a, being someone who's coaching in the league. Normally, we would have all summer – and we would have spring ball, then we would go to camps and work out all summer, and then we would have about 18 days to get ready for the season. We had none of that stuff, and then we had 11 days with no scrimmage to get out on the field. And I say get on the field because we're lucky in Middletown that we have turf. A lot of these schools, the first time they saw a football field, 
was opening night. They were practicing in parking lots, um, going to all these little turfed areas, doing whatever and they was, could. And it was cold. Yeah. And it, was and, cold. And it wasn't, yeah. And, and windy. Cold yep. and windy. So, yeah. you know, with that said, I thought it was a great night for Section 9 football. Go. We got back out there. There was some good football being played. And I think you'll see a better brand of football this week as well. Uh, you'll take us through next week's, or this week's game starting tomorrow. But Marlboro won handily. Uh, Monroe defeated Washingtonville 21 nothing. I thought that was a little bit of an upset. Not that Monroe won, but how they won. Uh, yeah, that Washington, Washington's very young. Um, Coach Pinocchio does a great job. I know we've talked about them. Um, they're young. And, uh, again, that's another. Their offensive style, they run like uh, the Army's offense. And if you're not getting a lot of reps, it's really hard to get good. So I, I see them improving every week. Um, as they get a chance to get out on the field. Newburgh, and, uh, Newburgh with an easy win. Warwick with an easy win. We have the Spirit Trophy game coming up this weekend. You know what, Tom? Why don't you uh, take us through the games? And at the end, when you're done, we'll we'll take a break, and I'll come back with the lines for this week's games, which, by the way, folks, were spot on last week, and we will see again this week. Tommy? All right, so Friday night games, we have Kingston at O'Neill at 6.30. Valley Central comes to Middletown, and that game was moved from – Seven to five. You got Pine Bush traveling to Monroe. That's going to be an interesting game to see how Pine Bush rebounds against a, a really solid Monroe team. You know, it was a, it was tough. That was their first time out. So I want to see how Pine Bush. They they were very very strong up front. Um, you probably get a better indication of both teams. Both yes, Monroe and Pine Bush I think this is this yeah, a good gauge yeah. to see where yeah. both of those guys are at. Um, Minnesota goes to Walkill, which is an interesting game because Walkill's coming off the tragedy, yeah. and it's going to be their first time back on the field. A lot of emotion involved in that. A ton of emotion. Yeah. And, and Minnesota's coming off a big win at Goshen. And then uh, the big game on Friday night is Warwick at Goshen for the Spirit Trophy. So Warwick um, comes into town. Goshen's won the last two. And, um, you know, Warwick smells blood in the water right now. And, I mean, Goshen with that threat yesterday, they're down two days of practice. Right, Goshen, so Goshen had a, was a, a threat at one of the, the, the schools, Scottsdale Avenue School, so they, on a Wednesday, so no one was in school, but they shut down the buildings, there was no practice yesterday, so just a terrible week for Goshen to lose yeah. a, a day of practice, and, and, a rainy practice. and then a rainy night before the game, yeah, so not to make excuses, because Warwick's got a, a Saturday, they're playing Friday night, Friday night. Okay. Warwick's got a okay. practice in the same stuff, but Goshen yeah. did lose, right. did, I, I, I expect Coach Stevens will have them ready for the game. Yeah. You know, hey, it's for sure. it's the one that you circle every year yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, on both sides. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've been lucky to be part of it, um, and I've been on the losing end and the winning end. There's And now I get a chance to come back to Middletown where I graduated yeah. and be part of the Erie Bell yeah. game again, yeah. which I played in two of those. So Well, on a, those are always fun. Before Warwick, uh, I've been over to the Hudson uh, thing. Oh, the, 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 and they've been yes. practicing over, so they've been practicing on turf. So, right, Bert's uh, been over there right. practicing. A lot of teams have been headed yeah, over there. They, uh, Frozen Ropes has been uh, kind enough to right. let some teams go down there. Right. I, I think um, Monticello and Chester scrimmaged on Monday at the Rock. Oh, did they? Okay. So they nice. got a scrimmage in, yeah. Okay. Um, the, the big thing I take away, Port has a bye week this week, and Cornwall was supposed to play Liberty, from what I could tell, it was a Friday night game. Friday night game. It got moved to Saturday night, and now I'm seeing it off the board again. Okay. So I don't know what's going on with Liberty. I don't think it's a problem with because Liberty didn't play last week either. Yeah. So they've got something going on. I don't know if they have enough kids um, with enough practices. Yeah, eligible. Yeah, the eligibility rules. It's very tough. You had 11 practices. 
you had to make 10 of them. Yeah. You know, if you had kids yeah, coming so. out late, if you had anybody yeah. in the COVID protocol. Yeah. So that game's off. On Saturday, we got a bunch of good games. We got Birkin at Chester at 1 o'clock. Washingtonville at Newburgh, 3 p.m. That game will be played at Monroe Woodbury High School again. That's where Newburgh played last Where's week. Where's Chester playing? At the Rock? Chester's playing at the Commons oh, down oh, they are. across. Yeah. yeah. Yep, they're playing at the, at the Commons. Monticello. I know. Yeah. They're saying the field's okay. Okay. Um, Monticello gets into action for the first time. Um, they're going up to Roosevelt wait, at wait, 7 p.m. Chester last No, the game got um, – oh, okay. They, they scrimmaged Chester on Monday. It was a scrimmage. I don't know. I haven't heard anything from there. Um, Monticello plays at Roosevelt at 7, and Red Hook travels to Marlboro at 7 p.m. Over in eight-man football, you got Antioch and Pauling at 1.30, and Ellenville Tri-Valley at 2. Um, that's on Saturday. And then there's a Monday game this week. You've got Highland at Roundout at 7.30. So that rounds up the schedule. We seem to almost have a full slate. With the exception of Port Jervis has a bye, and Cornwall. Cornwall loses a game with Liberty as right now. I'm sure they're going to try to squeeze it in somewhere, but you know we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely cool to see though, and you know looking like a lot of games playing and somewhat back to normal. You know. Yeah, it was fun. I, I, you yeah. know, as a coach, it's fun to be back out there. Yeah. You know, you just can't. Uh... So my little guy plays modified football. And um, they played a game on Tuesday at Minisink, and Minisink did allow fans from both yeah. from both teams. So that was excellent. So I got a chance to go out and see him. A limited um, number, or they just let anybody come? Um, so it was supposed to be two spectators per player. Yeah. Um, Minisink, what they did was, and I thought I think it's the right move. Yeah. They were they weren't really checking passes, okay. but they knew how many players were on the Goshen sideline. So if one family showed up with four and one family showed up with none or one, yeah. as long as they didn't exceed the number that the they thought was right. yeah. yeah. Okay. And it as was, long as people were yeah, it was great. wearing I mean, their masks and, and yeah, social, social distancing. distancing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was done the right way. The, the security at Minisink was fantastic. Um, I thought Minisink, they had, they had a police presence there, which wasn't needed. Um, it was fun to see the boys, especially at that age, you know, seventh and eighth graders. Yeah. They were just out there having a good time. Yeah. So it was, it was fun to see them out there and to get an opportunity to, you know, to watch the game. Yeah, well, I was at that. the Cornwall Port game, like I said, and the security was outstanding. Yeah. Everybody was masked. The social distancing yeah. was terrific. Yeah. It was and, really, really good. They I, handled it very well. Exactly. I feel yeah. like that's part of it. Everyone wants to be there to watch right. either their kids, yeah. their siblings, even if it's just a friend. So, like, I personally, I got I got the butterflies pulling up there. I saw all the guys out there. I was like, I'm so happy we're back and doing yeah. this. Like, it's, you know, oh, it's yeah. a good look going forward. I hope it uh, can stay as yeah, safe. And, and, and we do have some um, – some streaming and some yeah. tape delay of games being played. So if you can't get to a game because of restrictions, yeah. there's still other ways to watch yeah, them. Right. Most schools are doing that. So yeah, little by little, and I, you see that they're opening up, and hopefully, hopefully before the season ends, we can we can have uh, you know more fans in the stands for both teams. We'll get back with our picks. You know, a few things I want to add. By the way, uh, we didn't mention. And I'll get to the lines of the Section 9 betting lines. If uh, you have a problem gambling, call 1-800-DON'T-GAMBLE. Uh, but, uh, you know, you shouldn't be. But these are our picks. We do it for fun. Um, Tommy G is not involved. It is I'll take sole responsibility for this. Marvin Hagler died. Yes. Marvin Hagler, yes. the greatest yes. three yeah. rounds in boxing Ooh, with Tommy man. Hearns. Yes, very good. Hagler was, was Hagler one of the greatest of all time? No. Hagler had a problem in the middleweight division. There was no one for him to fight. 
Right. That was the issue with he, Hagler. He was he was same issue. He Michael was very Spinks, good for his era. Same issue Michael Spinks had in the light heavyweight division. No one for him to fight. No one to make money with. He goes up and gets you know gets destroyed by Tyson. Marvin Hagler had to fight people. I don't even count the Leonard fight. Leonard danced for for the yeah. last minute of each round. Looked spectacular. You know, danced and and his way to a. A decision in which they were basically sparring for twelve yeah. rounds. But well, that's not his fault. That no, Hagler was, was frustrated. Never fought again. He, in my mind, he was a very good fighter. He very was. In my oh, mind, there's no debate. He was a great fighter, fighter, but you don't consider you know, him one of the greatest of all time. He played who was ever in front of him. He, he fought whoever. He wasn't afraid to. The Dino and Fermo fights. The the you know those fights were great fights, yeah. but. Yeah. But Hagler is not regarded as one of the greatest of all time. No, and, and middleweight, baby. middleweight division, no, I mean, right? Yeah. There was, yeah. there was about, no middleweight division. Yeah. There was Hagler. There was, was Hagler. the division. Yes. You're talking about some of the greatest fighters ever come yeah. out of the middleweight. I mean, the division. same thing with light heavyweight. Michael Spinks was one of the great light heavyweights of and all he time. Had to go but he yeah. had to fight Tyson, and yeah. what that last eight uh, seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything that. else in sports? Uh, you know, Tiger Woods is home recovering. Um, Gino Auriemma's home recovering. What happened to Gino Auriemma? Gino Auriemma's got COVID. He's missing their first two games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is UConn a favorite to win the women's that's by a million said. points? They're the number one seed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Uh, Wichita State leads Drake 10-6. Texas Southern comes back and takes the lead at the halftime right. against Mount St. Mary. They're up yep. by five, and tomorrow all the action starts. Here's your lines for the week. Uh, coming up, and again, they were spot on last week. Pine Bush plays Monroe. Monroe is a four and a half point favorite in that game. Red Hook goes to Marlboro, where I have Marlboro, a 22 and a half point favorite. Middletown uh, is at home. Middletown is at home where they host VC. Uh, Middletown is a 21 point favorite in that game. The Spirit Trophy game, which is, uh, you know, Warwick is coming in to Goshen, and uh, they've, they've lost two in a row Spirit Trophy games. But Warwick's, you know, a better team. Goshen's a better team. It should be a good game. It always is in the Spirit Trophy. But I have Warwick as a four-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. I just think they could score in different ways. Yeah, I mean, Goshen's got to show that they can put ports on the board. Yeah. And Washingtonville goes to Newburgh. Newburgh I have as a 13-point favorite in that game. Mm -hmm. Twelve-and-a-half, I apologize. 12.5 is the uh, Newburgh line. And here's a great game. You have the emotional game in Walk Hill. Uh, they're home against a very good Minnesink team. Uh, Minnesink, that's a good game. Walk Hill's much improved, and Minnesink is a four and a half point favorite in that game right here on Sports Eight Four Five. Um, again, everybody play well, play hard, stay healthy, and hopefully we have a, as good a week as we did last week. And there's no issues whatsoever. Enjoy. One other thing I do want to mention: Ava Kunis accepted to the University of Miami, so that's big. Congratulations. Business. We'll be back next week.